What's up, everybody? This is Felix, age 29, pre-registration specialist for a radiology business office at a hospital, a competitive Overwatch player, and expiring Street Fighter V competitor. Uh, favorite vacation spot? Uh, I guess, like, mm. overall fa- favorite uh, vacation spot has to be probably Boracay in the Philippines. It's like this... Uh, this beautiful island in, in the philippines just like a small island you can walk the whole thing in probably like two hours uh pink sand clear water although they did shut down half the island because it's become more like a tourist spot so pollution has become like a really big thing over there so you keep whining and dining me and tell me you're gonna take me there someday and it, i'm still waiting man <laughs> jim you told me the other day that you hate the philippines and you never ever ever <laughs> want to visit damn jim that's cool <laughs> i did say that <laughs> I do say that quite often. <laughs> I put it in my resume. <laughs> Just so there's no confusion. You yeah, know how it is. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everyone? This is Jim, 29, statistician, volunteer, tutor, and musician. Uh, my favorite vacation spot. Ooh, I like so many of them, but I'm just going to go with sheer volume here. I like Toronto. Oh, yeah, that was fun. In Canada. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Toronto three times, and each time, it just gets better and better. You know, I, I'm a I'm a city guy. You know, I was mm-hmm. born and raised in Philly, and Toronto, it's a gigantic city. It's just cool. I just like it. It's out of the U.S. without being out of the U.S., mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying, because it's pretty similar. There, You know, there's no... Language barrier, which sounds boring, I know, but I always have a great time in Toronto, and yeah. I gotta go with that. I think like with with Toronto, because we went, uh, yes, Jim and I, uh, we only stayed for a week, but it did seem like everybody was super nice. Also, we never had uh, any problems with rude people or anything. everybody seemed friendly. We even had like random conversations with people in bars, and and that lasted for oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that lasted for a while too. So. It was really, it was a uh, pretty nice. Nice. Shout out to Oscar at Voodoo Child, who uh, <laughs> probably talked to you for about three hours, yeah, but he like was a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah. He was there for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah just watching them talk. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> stole my best friend away from me, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, uh, what's going on, guys? This is Joe, uh, 25. I am a graphic designer at a packaging company. Um, my hobbies include bike riding and skateboarding. I'm pretty active, but recently I have not been able to do those things because I just recently got a puppy and he has been taking up all of my spare time. Cute. Which it's is okay puppy. because he is adorable and the apple of my eye. And Jim hates him. Um, Jim hates him for some reason. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> uh, and Favorite vacation Favorite spot. vacation spot. So this one, this one's. I know this is going to sound stupid, but this one's kind of a tough one for me because there's not a place that I regularly vacation. Um, well, it, it can also be like a favorite place that you've been to. Too. Oh well, then hands down, uh, Japan. That was the best trip that I've been on. Yeah, yeah um, was, I'm glad yeah. we were all there together to experience it. Um, we are well traveled. Yes, we're, the three of us, the two, we yeah. are very well traveled. <laughs> I am uh, I'm upset with myself that I didn't watch more Terrace House before we went, 
Yes, shame, shame, shame. I definitely would have been more excited to go to the places that you guys were excited to go to if I had. Well, now you know. So, so next time when we go, it will be a Terrace House exclusive trip. Yes, absolutely. That will be the paparazzi of Tokyo. That could be the spectacular bonanza. Terrace House spectacular bonanza tourist house edition. I'm so into it. I'll have to get like some cameras you know gopros and yeah, yeah. put them on our helmets and just walk around and be like all right coming to you live from golden brown what's up oh jake God. paulers <laughs> just like oh that'd be the worst but it's so much fun look i was reached through the computer and just punch <laughs> just you in the face <laughs> all right oh i think i think that's enough warm-up why don't we uh i'm eager let's get into it yeah let's do it all right look inside japan's hottest reality show so come on in take off those shoes and let's get started guess who's back back again tour's house back <laughs> Tell Tell a friend. Friend. <laughs> uh, uh. guess who's back guess, guess who's back, back. Uh, guess. <laughs> you know we talked about how much we were singing at the end of the last season uh-huh and it what it takes us not even ten minutes to get back into it, right? Yeah. To be honest, I'm waiting for that album you guys are talking about dropping. Uh, oh yeah, oh, it's coming. So oh no, it's coming. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Yeah, it's coming. Oh man, I gotta think of like a snappy like mixtape like title. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. Okay. We'll yeah we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll soon. we'll definitely we'll we'll definitely tweet it out or something. Uh, yeah. Jim, who do we have with yes. us today? We have my own flesh and blood, my <laughs> younger but same height brother. Thank Joe. you for acknowledging that. So let's give him a big round of applause. <laughs> we didn't clap for Cassie, so Cassie, sorry about that. But this is your clap, so we're clapping for you right now. Um, so, Joe. Yo. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm here to talk Terrace House. Mm-hmm. I am glad that... Uh, I remember the first time I got into it was... You were over my apartment before I moved, and you were talking to me about uh, Tap, and you were talking about how cool that scene was when he finally got to show all the housemates his super rad skills. Hey, he um, did kill it though. He did. Let's not, that was really let's, impressive. Let's not let's not front. That was yeah. I was I was thoroughly impressed, and because of that, I started to watch that season of Terrace House. Mm-hmm. And Jim and I got to talking, and then he told me about Aloha State, and I immediately jumped on it. Yeah, nice. So this is we. So this is a one-off episode uh, for Aloha State. I just want to preface that we only have a limited amount of time. We may go over like our normal time, obviously, because we have an entire season to talk <laughs> about. So sorry, Jim. Not sorry, actually, for the amount of work that you got to put in for the editing. But yeah, a lot yeah. to pack in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, uh, I'll just apologize in like we should apologize in advance if we don't cover certain parts or like your favorite character or your favorite scene. We're just gonna go through it, and this is just gonna be more of an open discussion, and we're taking out the recap. And not only that, but chances are we hate your favorite character, 
Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to apologize for that. Uh, this is the second season of a show on Netflix, but the third season overall because Boys and Girls Next Door is not yet subbed for American Netflix. What are you waiting for, guys and gals? You got to get on that VPN, else. that's why. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, I know. I know. I have to hop on that soon. But this from other people that I have talked to, and I know Felix has talked to as well, this is a pretty divisive season. But the common thing is that it seems to be everyone's least favorite season, Mm. including the current season of Opening New Doors. And I think there are a lot of reasons why that is, some of which will obviously come up. I think maybe the setting... Just the sum of the characters as a whole. I think maybe the cast as a whole was on the weak side. But there are, I think, some superstars here. But And there are some people who I just can't stand Taishi. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Was that? Yeah, no. Oh, I, I think that was your other brother. That's your other brother. Yeah. Your other, yeah, other, your other, other yeah. brother. Huh, weird. So, you know, without further ado, um, how about some general thoughts? So, Joe, since you are the honored guest... What did you think about the season as a whole? And did you compare it to anything? What did you think, whether it was a different show or maybe Boys and Girls in the City, what did you think about it? There are definitely some comparisons I made between characters in Aloha State versus characters in uh, Boys and Girls in the City, not opening doors. I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, we the, t- the three of us have had discussions about it, uh, you know, before this, obviously. And... It was funny seeing how you guys reacted to some things that I was saying and then actually seeing it on TV and understanding where you guys were coming from, but probably not being as disappointed as I thought I was going to be from the way you guys had explained it. Um, overall, I I did enjoy it. I understand, again, the the hatred for some characters and how some oh, characters... Who, 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 could, uh, who could you be talking about? Not, I mean, <laughs> definitely not Taishi. Uh, no, 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 could not. Yeah, definitely. Because he's never. just the best. Hate, hate on a samurai. No, no, no guilty samurai hating going on here. Um, <laughs> no, there's going to be a lot of it. But I, I really enjoyed it. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. All right, since you only watched, what, just two seasons so far of Terrace House, where would you... what? Like, which would you put first and second? So, here's a, a secret. I didn't okay. finish Uh-oh. all of Boys and Girls in the City yet. Oh, okay. Because okay. I needed to start watching Aloha State. Um, <laughs> For this, okay. But no, it's fair. But to be honest, I think from what I saw of Boys and Girls in the City, I enjoyed that a little bit more. I feel okay. like the characters were a little bit more relatable to a degree it just it didn't feel like a lot of the characters were trying too hard again coming back to taishi he seemed like he was just trying way too hard and just like being a human being and i know that's really <laughs> rough but i feel like everybody at least from my again from my point of view i didn't see all of boys and girls and girls in the city but it seemed like everybody was a little bit more genuine yeah that that's something we repeated uh, in our in our for Taurus House season one for then when we co- uh, covered Boys and Girls in the City that mm. we we found ourselves repeating that a lot. Yeah, everybody just seemed like such a character in Aloha State, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. I think it is. 
but with certain people, I definitely agree. So for me, there was such a split because, Joe, I do see what you're saying about people being characters, but there were a lot of times where I actually felt the opposite, where I felt like there were a lot of characters who were totally just interchangeable, by and large, because a whole lot of them didn't do a whole lot. Oh, that's period. true, yeah. You know, I mean, when I... Oh, my God, I saw Mila. Yeah, I was just about to say that, man. I, I forgot she existed. She was there for, I what, mean, like, and I two checked. weeks? She, she was, was there for six episodes. Oh, okay, so that's much longer, but it felt like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she didn't do a lot. She kind of flirted with Guy, right? They went out, they yeah. got Moco Moco, I think. And she was doing. Some I was art really excited for her. Me too. She, when 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 yeah when yeah, she, she first cool. when she first showed up she seemed, uh she seemed like, I don't know we it didn't we didn't get to see uh the, true like her true self is what I'm trying to say is we didn't get to see what she can bring to the house yeah that we didn't have, we didn't have a chance, but interesting enough on wiki uh. I should probably tweet this image out. They have a timeline for each season to see. Um, they have like a colored graph to see like how many episodes they've been in. Or like the episodes. So on the, what is that? The X axis is the episode numbers. And on the Y mm-hmm. axis is, uh, I guess, uh, their their names. So it just goes across. It's kind of like a bar graph. I don't know how you pronounce it. but Or what, what you would call what it. What kind of graph I think it is. Is it like yeah. a histogram on its side maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I could just is it a histogram? I could just. I'm gonna look it up. Here, I got. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I've seen that, and it's really. I mean, you see, for some of the characters like Yuya and Avian, they are on there for such a long time, and then Mila six episodes. Rio comes in at the very end. Rio is also someone else. We didn't really get to see what he was about. He was looking for inspiration for clothing, and he spoke really quietly like this. And he was such. He had such a. And he liked. He liked coffee a whole lot too, didn't he? Yeah, that was his whole so thing. Which character which are you talking about? He isn't really that interesting. Rio. Oh yeah, he yeah. was the guy. He came at the very man. End. I wish that he was on a lot more. He, he Why, seemed though? really caring. He seemed really caring. He seemed he was one of the few genuine people on the show, and uh i don't know yeah Yeah. he just didn't have his chance he didn't have enough time to shine i wish i saw more of him because he seemed very um like emotionally intelligent and it seemed like he was giving a lot of good advice to people i I mean i know he was kind of i don't want to say boring he was very low-key in what he was doing on the show but Mm -hmm. i think he offered a lot and a lot of his character would have shown if he was on the show longer i mean that's a given but I think he had a lot of potential if he were to stay on the show longer, or if he would have shown up earlier. Hey, Fio, yeah, because there were some characters. The show? All right, so what I thought about the show. <laughs> Let's hear it, Barbara. <laughs> no, Jim, you could finish first. Well, uh, I think I'm just going to say that I do think he showed more potential than someone, again, like Mila, who, again, she she might have been fine. But I don't yeah, know yeah, I guess you if anyone... Yeah, and and you know we'll we'll never know, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's so hard with this show. Mm-hmm. It gets kind of frustrating to think about. But Felix, I want to hear what you think. Do you? <laughs> well, not not really. I, mean, I, I have to ask, I guess. But. <laughs> no, uh, I going. It's very interesting because we talked at the like at our last episode of last season. 
the second run through through the season. You, you notice a lot of things you didn't watch, or you notice a lot of things you didn't um, see on your first run through. You think back, and you're like, "Oh no, that's that that time that sucked," or or certain things. But then it kind of changes, and Aloha State was no different. Uh, at first, I when I was watching the first half, it was just so much fun, like just seeing like the cast in Hawaii and like the starting cast was so interesting. Like I was rooting for Yusuke and Lauren. You know, she was definitely obviously she's probably the superstar of of the series um the the season actually and uh but then what did stay the same though is like the just the last half just became kind of the taishi show and <laughs> the, i did, i did not like that at all but uh even with that going on there were still some some nuggets that were still very entertaining even when he joined the house yeah so listen we've been beating around the bush let's get down to brace tax all right taishi what is his problem? I think he's just he he has a lot of there's a lot of different scenes. I actually went back and I hated myself for doing it, but I <laughs> went back and watched certain scenes that were like I remember when I hated Taishi and I just went back to those and watched it. Mm. He's over the top. Yeah. And he and I feel like he does it on purpose because he's using and don't get me wrong, a lot of people come on the show for as a medium to get their brand or their name out, which is fine. That's what it's for. But he just, oh, God, like, he's just kind of like that itch that you can't, like, you get to. Mm-hmm. And he just he just does it. He just goes over the top at every single turn. And yeah. one of those times was when he was talking with Yuya. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, and he started yeah. crying. Yes. Yeah, and he was just like, what, like, um you're not doing, you know, you're not working hard enough. You're, uh, why haven't you asked me about my my experience in Hollywood and stuff like that? And the host had, like, a pretty good explanation, like, or a good stance on it. They were like, if, if he was Brad Pitt or, like, you know, some, like, a, a, a Hollywood superstar or an actor, you know, then you'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. I'm not actually doing anything. But, like fucking taishi like you know what what has he done and like i don't know just that 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 whole thing was kind of that was probably my least favorite taishi moment i thought that scene was pretty interesting because when it starts out you think all right here's a chance for him to actually show maybe a genuine side you know he was a little bit older right i think at the well except for maybe wes he was far and away the oldest at least male house member right yeah, yeah him and, and 29 i think him yeah and, and i think wes was also 29 but we you know we've discussed this before with people like han san from boys and girls in the city right sometimes that older person kind of acts like the older whether it's an older brother or an older sister type figure so when he starts to talk to Yuya, you think, okay, here's some good advice but then Felix, as you said when he starts to cry about it you kind of think all right this He's trying to add to his like his highlight reel That's for when he goes on as. on auditions. Yeah. So the thing that I will pose is that some people are just corny. Like I know a lot of corny ass people just in my life. Like you know at work in my social life, and I don't hate them. You know, but some people are just. I mean, some of them I do, but I'm not friends with them. But some people are just corny. So 
when I went through it a second time, I thought, man, what if he's just one of these corny dudes who's out there? What if he's not putting on an act? And that doesn't mean that I automatically like him, but it makes me just look at it a bit differently. Like, this is what he's doing. And if for no other reason, you know, for him to be acting like this, it makes for some sort of entertaining television, whether or not we actually like it. And I think there is something to be said for that, especially yeah. on a reality show like Terrace House. I, I would take that if if his occupation or, or his goal was to be a, it wasn't to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it cheapens it for you. Yeah. Okay. I kind of got the feeling that he was method acting his own life without realizing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, it almost didn't seem like he had, uh, like, an actual core. Like, he was just kind of like this shell of an actor, and that was it. Because everything he did was so scripted. Literally, every single thing that he did throughout the show... And, and I mean, I know, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't see. But everything that you see, it was so planned out. Like, he wrote a script for him telling Chica how he felt about her. And, like, not even just what he was going to say, but, like, where they were going to go, how he was going to, like, just handle the whole process. Like the, like the stage direction, yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. It was He was writing a script for that. It's like he doesn't know how to operate outside of, <laughs> like, the theatrical world. And I was so blown away by that because how – that's such an emotional – thing to do is to admit to somebody that you love them and that has to that can't be scripted because then it just loses all its meaning you have to be able to talk raw emotion and if you sit and plan out like oh and then i run around the car and open up the door for her (laughs) and then i get out of the car when we arrive and open up the door for her and then usher starts playing in the back yeah yeah exactly (laughs) if you have things so planned out it like takes the the fun and the spontaneity out of it because it's literally scripted it's like that, that episode of SpongeBob where he wants to become one with nature. Yeah. That and folks are shaking his head. No, one. remember? And then Sandy and Patrick script the whole thing. They're like, wow, I wish I sure had a Krabby Patty. Why, thank oh, you, yeah, Sandy. Yeah. Take Patty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, like that. What is that scripted? And I mean, it's just like, that's not going to work. I man. remember I, like, I wrote down in my notes, like, I was so, I was so, like, not appalled. But I was so taken aback by seeing him write down all these steps. And then immediately the host just say the same exact thing that I was thinking. I was just like, I can't believe he has a full script. And they were just like making fun of him for it. Like across a few episodes that he had everything yeah. so strategically planned out. And like getting a motorcycle for their date to the beach and stuff. It was just like there was so much that was so over the top. The thing the thing I will give Taishi though, he does have devotion. I will give him devotion. When he had his five year or whatever you know how he had his timeline of things written out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had his notebook. That was I thought that was cool and I thought that was respectable and, and that's something that you know, I haven't been able to do, and that's always something I'm like, Oh, I wish I could do that and he did it. Yeah, and, that's true. And and so something and he kind of sticks to his gun. So I like that I will give him, but frankly that is all I can give him. I, yeah, there there are definitely some admirable traits. Like I know again I was just talking shit on him, but there are definitely some admirable traits for sure. Like that again, I agree with you 100%. 
that is something that I wish I could do with my life is to be able to sit down and write a five-year plan. But that's just never the kind of person that I was. And I wish that, you know, I've, I've learned from him partially, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, the, you, ha- you know, you have this scene where he, um, he sticks up for Mariko, you know, with the whole uh, Wes and Shetty incident. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that was that was cool too. So it, it was nice because he was like, you know, he does have a a, a heart. I mean, obviously, he's at Tara's yeah. house to find a love worth dying for. I hate that. Me I too. Hate that saying. So do I. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so there are definitely some admirable traits there. But like overall, I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So something else too, and. We discussed it briefly a few moments ago was that a part of the reason why a lot of people and I think the three of us included don't like him, but especially me, is that when he really gets rolling on his love worth dying for a quest, 80 percent of all episodes feature him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's featured so prominently and I have seen some things online where some people think the reason why is because it was a compelling story. And I, you know, when I think about the other house members at the time, like specifically like Guy and Wes, they had their own things that were going on. And to me, I just, I'm sorry, I can't buy that. Because Guy had his surfing thing, Wes was trying to get, you know, shows booked, and he was trying to get, you know, his rap career going, or continuing i should say also with mm-hmm. avian too like she Taishi had her wasn't good. Oh, yeah, her like she brand. remember her she had her uh she was trying to get her brand off the ground too yeah so there were people who were doing more things and trying to find a love worth dying for like and i think if the you know the producers the crew said let's follow them a little more it would have mixed it up a little bit and with, with that mm. variety i think maybe some of the hate for taishi wouldn't be as strong Yeah, I agree. I mean, because how many times did they show in the guy's room? They're all there. And he just comes in, plops down on the beanbag. Oh, man, I don't know. Guys, I love Chicago. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, you should do, you know. But after the 10th time, what Mm -hmm. else can you say? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 It got old super quick. Yeah. Yeah. And in the beginning when he was trying to woo anna and nikki that was okay i guess you know that was just him feeling it out mm-hmm. but then like what she chicago like that was just he just put all his eggs in that basket and then it was just like all it was just the first it was like the first two times all over again and yeah. this one just so happened to stick and it just oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> okay so he's our favorite character we can all yeah yeah he's okay. mvp yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to bring. I want to bring up. I guess we should get the bigger stuff out of the way. Yes. Um, that well, we, that was pretty we, big, but there's a lot to discuss. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the that no, that's what I meant. Like I think I, I I like front loading because you know that's our trademark apparently. Um, the Lauren article. Uh, so, J- Joe, do you know about this article? I didn't read the whole thing, and I think Jim, we had this discussion. Um, about her just like talking about kind of what happens behind the scenes at Terrace House and how it's a little more, it, it's just not what it seems on the actual yes. show. Yeah, I didn't read the whole thing, but I, I am somewhat aware of how the article went. So 
it's really interesting because I went back to go look at the article and the when I went to go check uh, I forgot what was the uh, Metropolis Japan was the yes. website where it was on yes apparently they actually erased some of it did they really? so yeah so luckily thank you to who's this user am top am top m funk on reddit uh he uh he or she kept the article like the section the most important section alive on the post itself and just basically stating that the whole kind of dispelling the uh or the, the appeal of the show where it just seems like very genuine and like unscript there's like no script at all which like they say at the beginning of every episode but in a sense it is the most scripted reality tv show so i want to see what you guys thought about that because that's my biggest thing when jim were you the one who showed me that article i think i sent it yeah to you. yeah, yeah that, when it first that kind of that kind of blew my mind and i was just like mm. damn so but uh yeah. what would you uh what did you guys think well i didn't have a problem with it i'll be completely honest and i was surprised at the amount of backlash that she received from this interview because mm-hmm. Listen, Felix, we've discussed this a lot, how the show is good and a part of the appeal, and I think why you like it and then why I grew to like it, is because it has a genuine feel. But as I've said before on our last season, at the end of the day, make no mistake about it, it is still a reality show. And we've discussed certain camera angles and them showing Armand past that on the couch, for example, when they're saying, oh, person one is working hard, person two is working hard, Armand's passed that on the couch, right? And even though that's stuff that's happening, there is a narrative that I think the show tries to put forth about certain characters. And so this interview, it didn't have anything that was very groundbreaking for me. So I also, I I found um, some quotes from the article. So I'll just, I'll read too. So Felix, kind of like what you were saying, she just said, it is non-scripted, but at the same time, it is extremely scripted. And she also goes on to say, they don't tell us exactly what to say, though they know what kind of story they want to edit it in their mind. So they force content to be created. Again, I'm just not too surprised. And the backlash, it seemed to be from people who really, I think, bought into the mystique of the show. And I think there are some people who forget, yeah, it's a reality show. And so don't you ever think about why they all come in at the same time? You know, are they all really getting in from work at 1130 at night? Are four people really coming in at the same time? You know, people leave to leave two people who might be interested in each other in the room alone to talk. That's fine. But it's not the most natural thing. And I watch that with that understanding, knowing once they leave, things might develop in a natural way, in an organic way with whoever is left in the room. Or even if everyone comes home at the same time, they don't know what their days were like. Mm -hmm. So they'll talk about it. I did not understand the backlash for this article. Yeah, I, I personally, I agree with you with you originally saying. Uh, it, I think it's people who bought in too much into that mystique, as you say. Mm-hmm. And I almost fell into that because that was what, what that's why the show appealed uh, to me. And it really shook up um, my thoughts on the show. But Again, Jim, I agree with you. At the end of the day, you know, even though you may be pointing people in certain directions and kind of 
trying to script the show without actually scripting it, these people are who they are. And we still get, I don't care what anybody says, genuine scenes and get to see glimpses of uh, genuine character from, from uh, certain certain members. Certain members, not all of them. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Joe, what did you think? Yeah. Um, Does it affect your view on the show at all? Did it... Um, do you hit like? Do you like it less? Do you like it more? So to a degree, it did. I remember when I started um, Boys and Girls in the City. You know, I was under the impression that it was absolutely not scripted. That you know what they say in the begin, what the hosts talk about in the beginning of the show of there being no script was one hundred percent true. Um, so I went into that thinking, that thought, and then once I found that out, it kind of. Uh, lessen the impact of the whole show for me not to the point where i was like upset about it but it was definitely easy to like pick up on the formula of how they film certain things and uh like so say for example um this whole tai and lauren thing right lauren had feelings for taishi taishi was not it didn't seem like he was romantically interested Whenever Ty would ask any of the other girls out on a date, the cameras would automatically go to Lauren's face mm-hmm. every time. And they do they did mm-hmm. that with everybody, you know? So it was like, that was easy to pick up on. And I mean, just being like somebody who likes to watch TV and movies and stuff, I'm much more engaged with entertainment like that. I'm much more engaged with media that I can't see what's going to happen that i can't tell what's going to happen it's not super predictable after a while it became somewhat predictable because again you just pick up the flow of it and then you know after reading this article it was like okay so things aren't exactly as they seem um it kind of led me to question certain things in the show also like what is actually genuine what isn't but it definitely still kept my interest and again, I, I definitely agree with the both of you were saying how you do still see genuine moments. Um, but there were some that were like some moments that were on the fence for me. It's like, oh, were they like forcing like not forcing them to have that interaction, but it seems like it was it was a little unnatural. Mm-hmm. So from that, because it got you to think about the whole show and other scenes, was there any particular interaction or scene that 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 stood out to you as being particularly suspect maybe in terms of being a bit scripted or do you think like is there something that you think about Hmm. specifically where it's like oh this does not seem natural at all whether it's just one scene or even maybe like a pairing of people you thought oh is this trying to be forced are they trying to force this to happen yeah did either of 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 you guys have that thought you know yeah oh sorry Uh, go ahead felix no no joe you are the guest thank you thank you the hallowed guest Um, (laughs) the one thing that comes to mind automatically and i feel bad for for blanking you know because this is the only instance that i can come up with but again with the whole instance with wes and uh mariko yeah after the stuff happened between between them, you know, all that drama happened. I feel like them interacting with each other after that point felt kind of scripted. Um, it just didn't seem... And maybe I'm just reading the situation wrong. It could have been that, like, the tension from the drama 
was overlapping for me into them like meeting up and, and having dinner but it felt like that was kind of like a forced thing it's like oh like maybe the writers saw a potential for like more drama to unfold in them meeting up and continuing their their dinner date so i felt like that was kind of like oh yeah like you guys should still do this because something interesting might happen which it didn't because wes is kind of boring but Mm. um that's that's a next we could talk about that next uh yeah because i have i have a I have a pretty interesting take. I think I have a pretty interesting take on on Wes because yeah. it seems everybody's against him. Yeah. Uh. So, but with to answer your question, Jim, I yeah. think for me the Sharon Eric, mm. uh, yes saga. Yes. Yes. I completely that, that, I forgot about that. That seemed very set up. Uh, but even them setting it up caused drama for the show that i guess they loved or you know like unexpectedly that uh they didn't i don't think they foresaw that coming sherry being that type of person (laughs) i don't think anybody saw that coming because the premise that they gave was sherry just comes home one day and she's like hey uh my aunt said i should date you right that's how it starts it's like I, I have so and many you can even tell, like you, you can even say like she brings it up, and she, I guess Sherry does a good job of playing into it. But Eric was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, that's my Eric impression. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he has that laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I like Eric. And I, I know some people think he's lazy, but uh, you know, I mean, he had the punch really bowl care. thing going, and I don't it just really. kind of seemed like a he's a, he's, he's a, bu- he's a budget taka. He's a what? He's a budget taka from opening new doors. Kind of. But maybe he does more than ta- yeah. Well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So all right. So uh, Wes has oh, come up. Yeah. So we are going to. Open this new door. <laughs> that was my Eric laugh. Um, great. Um, Spot on. Okay, so so Wes is interesting. I mean, he's the first guy, at least on what we've seen so far, who is part black. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a lot of half people. Mm. That's my <laughs> new name for them, by, by the way. Half the half people come out and emerge. Yeah. Um, I say this being one of them, so before you write in and say, you know, Wait, you're half? you can keep you. your fan mail to yourself. <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Joe finds out his brother. <laughs> what a twist. Um, yeah. So Wes comes in. So I have a lot of thoughts on him. Most of them are neutral. Some mm. of them are positive, but he does seem to get a bad shake. Mm-hmm. So, Right when he comes in, when he rings the doorbell, Taishi answers, does not say hello in Japanese. He doesn't. He says hi. Yes. But it's mm-hmm. kind of like a hi, like, are you a delivery guy? Are you lost? We didn't order two large pizzas with anchovies and pineapple. We didn't order a half-black um, man. And so, like, he sees him, and, like, immediately there, I'm like, ah, uh, this is interesting. And, you know, he comes in, and... He seems to be pretty soft-spoken, just mm-hmm. in general. You, you know, when I think about his time in the show. Combined. Wes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was kind of like a... Uh, 
yeah, yeah. I think he has a pretty. I, I, like kind of I guess maybe just compared to the other people on the show. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he comes in. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't say a whole lot. And to the point where I honestly think when he's not performing, he might be on the shy side. You think so? Like he didn't talk. Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, he didn't talk a whole lot. He would wear, like, his sunglasses in and people oh, go, yeah. <laughs> oh, because oh, 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 he thinks he's really cool. Yeah, I guess so. But when you, you know, you have to read the room. Yeah, somebody so called him out on All that. those factors together, I'm just like, maybe he's just kind of shy. Which, of course, then begs the question, why would you sign up for Terrace House if you're going to be that shy? And maybe he's not really shy. Maybe he's just soft-spoken. But whatever the case may be, um... He was accused of a couple things, uh, mostly by the host. So this is where like I really began to turn on the host a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, he's not the first person that people have called lazy. Um, I know Armand got it a lot from Boys mm-hmm. and Girls in the City, and it turned out that he wasn't. And even that, I think maybe some of the racial dynamics were maybe sort of similar there with mm-hmm. Armand. Yeah, but let, let's 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 all be honest here, you know. There, are, there were so many people on the show that were models or part-time this that did not get called out as much, you know? Meanwhile, Yuya. with Les, we... Yuya's a good well, example. Well, he is lazy. Oh, yes, yeah, but he yeah. is lazy, okay? We see Wes going around. I mean, he's trying to, you know, get concerts booked. He's talking to promoters. Like, we yeah. see him meet with people. You know, he's not just, like, holed up in the boys' room or in the playroom recording stuff, you know, on SoundCloud. Like, we see him out there. Right. Like, he's trying to get that money, and we see him. And we don't see a lot of people who have these sort of non-traditional jobs go out there and do it the way that we saw Wes do it. Mm-hmm. That's just – that's a fact. The second thing, too, is – and, again, I'm going to call the host out on this one – is that – he was accused of just trying to use Anna for sex. There was no mention of maybe he's confused. Maybe he doesn't know how he feels. It was, oh, he wants to just sleep with her and that's it. And yet again, this is something that I did not get. I, you never really heard anyone else talked about this in this way. And it was confusing. And of course, you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, you know, so I do think the hosts were being a little bit biased here you know even though you had said you know she disclosed that i think they're on the same like eight or they're represented by the same talent agency so she's like oh i knew him but and i know that yamasato goes in on everyone but there was just a whole lot of sort of additional language used to talk about wes and to describe him that i didn't really hear as much or at all when when they were discussing anyone else on the show yeah yeah i agree i i I totally agree. And Jim, we talked about this before. Actually, when we, I asked you to watch Aloha State and you were kind of on the fence about it. But I really wanted you to watch it because specifically this. And I wanted to get your input on it. And, you know, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, I, I'm on board with you 100%, 110%. It seemed like Yamasato and the other host kind of took it you know, one, uh, up a notch or like, you know, a degree farther on him. I don't, I don't know if you were alluding to it or if you were going to get to it, but I want to ask you, do you think it's being the host or being a little bit racist or just actually, yeah. Do you think they were the host or being a little bit racist with it? Because how you tied it in with Armand also, who's also 
half Japanese. Uh, and I don't know, like what, I don't want to, I don't want to tiptoe too much addressing Japanese culture and ignorance on certain issues or anything like that. But what do you, what do you guys think? Well, I'll just answer real quick and then Joe, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. But yeah, when I said biased, I just meant racist. I should have just, you know, come right out and said it. And, and, and I was, we always try to consider that it's a different culture, even though this one was in the U.S., because Hawaii is a state in the U.S. You know, again, you call it like you see it, and I do think there was some racism there. And again, I should not have said, oh, they were biased. I think there was some racism there. Conscious or unconscious, it was there, and I felt like that's what I was watching when they were talking about Wes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, those those are my thoughts exactly. I do think a lot of it was unconscious, um, because it didn't seem like they were maliciously attacking him mm-hmm. um and that's just again that's just, that's just my viewpoint but yeah i definitely do think that that race played a big part when they were talking about him in any situation and again jim like i agree with you 100 percent with with what you were saying about how much he was working there are so many scenes of him like meeting with like uh the producer to shoot his music video or like networking with people, um, like graphic designers and stuff, you know, to like try to get, because he has like a whole image, he has a whole thing that he's trying to create and put forward. And yeah, yeah, again, it may not be conventional of like him going to a job and working eight hours a day. But and, and I mean, you, you also made the comment about him being like holed up in the boys room, like recording stuff on SoundCloud. I mean, even if he was doing that, like that's good too, because that's what he that's a part of what he should be doing if he's making music he should be mm-hmm. making music so yeah. like he's yeah. he was doing a lot it's just it was hard because they i do feel like they really painted a bad picture of him and again this is where you know tying back into the conversation we we just had about how scripted things are i feel like mm-hmm. they had a vision of what they wanted to portray wes as so all the clips that they put into the show were of him being lazy or of him being like a player, as they called it. You do have that scene in the very beginning when Wes is about to come on the show and he's hanging out mm-hmm. with his friends, you know, and they're like his friends even call him a player and he agrees yeah. with them, you know, like he's mm-hmm. not he's not denying that. But I feel like they really took it to the next level um, throughout the show with, again, what they decided, with how they decided to edit the footage that they had and with how the hosts then latched onto that and just took it a step further with their unconscious racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like Jim, you said in the beginning of your statement, I think that a lot of people take him, they, put Wes in a negative light and and by people I mean like the fans like what a lot of people when they talk about like the worst what what they hate about Taurus House Wes's Wes's name comes up a lot yeah and and going my first run through like without watching it again and then watching it again I still kind of have trouble seeing that because yes we we stopped seeing him for a while uh and it seems like they were trying to force him back in the show, like forcing him into like doing other things with maybe with Anna, maybe that whole thing, and then also the the whole Sherry debacle with Mariko, and and you know I can see that, but I don't see how he can be lazy if he is doing what he is doing. You did show footage of him 
it's not easy to get promotion for a show like i'm sorry get a venue for a show promote the show and get people out to the show like and if let's be honest he's probably on the show to put his name out there right for for like for because he's a rapper and that's you need exposure but and you need to build your brand in that way that's totally fine but like how many other people were on the show when they had zero occupation like like or like they were undecided in the intro now me I mean, Naomi, that, it just said Mila, undecided. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's like <laughs> you didn't. It, yeah, I feel like nobody's drilling, or I'm just saying maybe by nobody I mean like the host, like aren't drilling them for that. But Wes is out here, real like being a rapper. He's doing stuff. Yeah. G- granted, I don't think he's a good rapper, but <laughs> regardless, yeah, that Instagram <laughs> song. <laughs> hard pass (laughs) it's not good (laughs) he actually has he actually has like two tracks that i kind of vibe out to but i will never go out of my way to like listen to them ever again um but yeah so that's that's my stance on west that was like that was also really why i wanted to even do an episode on aloha state Mm. just you know on this and like I guess if you if you guys want to touch on it real quick, what do you guys think about the whole uh, with the Sherry, Wes, and Mariko so, thing? I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to if you didn't. Um, <laughs> I had a real hard time with this because, like, again, for obvious reasons, I was in Wes's corner, right? Mm-hmm. From the start. I kind of... Because you felt like he was being treated unfairly. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, you okay. know, and like he seemed like a cool person, you know. Like I try, I, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what I do, and I'm sure a lot of other people do when they watch the show, is like compare, like, oh, is that somebody that I would actually hang out with, you know? Like, see, kind of compare your personality to theirs, and he did seem like that at first, you know. Um, but then when that whole issue with Sherry came up, it it really bothered me because if Wes and Sherry are as close as Sherry made it out to seem then Wes should have done the right thing as her friend and told her that she messed up mm-hmm. when like yeah. this that whole thing erupted from something Wes had said and the whole time he was just sitting there too cool to be part of the conversation with his hat on he was reclined so far back in that plastic chair that I thought he was going to slide right out of it and it, it was it was just hard for me to watch because he's like he's not trying to justify. He just said, "Oh, I didn't say I hated you." Like, okay, well then, what did you say? Like, say something and do something to fix the situation. Don't just sit there and let other people fight your battles for you. You know, because then yeah. Ty and Sherry got into this this whole thing and that blew up. It's like if he just would have like taken. If he would have gotten it, Mariko and Sherry and took them aside and the three of them figured the situation out together, it would have been fine, I think. But he just doesn't, he just didn't communicate at all in that situation when he was the one who started it. So I lost, he lost a lot of points in my book when that happened. I think, I think for all three of us, he, I think for all three of us, he did with that. That was as much as I was just trying to defend him that was obviously the one scene i couldn't really i couldn't put up with that was uh frustrating yeah it was definitely frustrating to watch yeah i think it was upsetting for me because this is how i interpreted the whole thing so 
Marty had at least somewhat of an interest in Wes. Yeah. It might have been a romantic thing. It might have been, you seem cool. I want to try to get to know you. So then they talk and Sherry and Wes, they, Joe, as you said, they did seem somewhat close, or at least Sherry indicated that they were close and they would talk about certain things, which we didn't really see, you know, because the producers, you know, Sherry and Wes are two of the most hated characters on the show. Yeah. So God forbid we see them like being actual people, right? Yeah. Actual functional people and talking like they show, you know, Taishi and fill in the blank talking. And, you know, I mean, they'll show Taishi talking at someone about, oh, Chicago, this, yeah. oh man, I love her. It, yeah, it's the Taishi know. show. What do you expect? All right. We, like, yeah, we get it. But as far as what Wes did or what he didn't do, you can even say, as I did, that, oh, I, I, I think he's shy a little bit. But that does not excuse his silence. Yeah. Because this whole thing could have been over in 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And even if he didn't have pull Marty aside and say, listen, I didn't say that, like something was misinterpreted. I don't know why Sherry maybe thought I said that. Like it is what it is. And it could have just been avoided, you know, and then Wes maybe could have then talked to Sherry one on one and said, hey, I don't know like what you thought you heard, but that just, you know, that that wasn't what I said. And then adjust his behavior accordingly. Right. Maybe, you know, don't talk to Sherry as much or, or whatever the case may be. But, you know, you both mentioned that when Taishi comes in, I mean, he steps in, you know, like the knight in shining armor. And yes, it's admirable that he does defend Mari. But Sherry really, I, 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 I kind of have, and I don't mean to just like hijack this whole thing and slide right into Sherry sort of in isolation. But I was very up and down with her. But this really soured me on her. Um just because there was really there was no reason for her to mention anything to Marty, like right if wet like if Wes actually did say what she thought he said, that's probably not something you want to tell the person he's talking about, you know she could have said, "Hey, Wes, like maybe that's not cool, or maybe if you don't want to go out with her, then maybe you should let her know that, but she just you know she says that, and then what I really don't like is. You know, think what you want to about Marty. You know, some people think, oh, she didn't do a whole lot, which is kind of true. I mean, she didn't do a whole lot, but it's true of a lot of people on the show. But when Sherry says you're too sensitive, we we could be like really close. Yeah, we could be really close, but you're too sensitive. So once you change, then we can be close. That blew my mind because yeah. I was really trying to give her rope. Because mm -hmm. I thought, all right, people slut shame her on the show between the housemates and the hosts, which is not cool. Look, she can make out with whoever the fuck she wants to. Mm -hmm. I do not give a shit. No one else should, which is just an issue with Terrace House that I have in general. You know, the policing of sexual activity, even yeah. if it's just kissing. You know, you don't have to be dating someone to kiss them, people. You know, I do not care and no one else should. But when Sherry began to say things like that about Mariko... Again, you just think, why? What's the point of saying this? And that's when I I really was like, uh, maybe she's not so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I my I guess to and like for my compound answer or response with that whole debacle, I'm not going to reiterate. Wes should have spoken up. 
uh, that could have ended all of that drama. Maybe that's what the producers wanted. They wanted maybe that's this is something they ignited. If so, they got what they wanted. Um, but it was very frustrating for at least the three of us and maybe and some some of the audience. Now with the whole Sherry thing. I agree, Jim, with you on the stance that, you know, it seemed like a lot of people hated her and were slut-shaming her for her actions with the Russian... Was it Russian? Yeah. Connor. Yes. The Russian... Connor. You, Connor. Yeah, so Connor. So Connor uh, and Eric and, like, you know, cause I think a lot of people liked Eric, so they're like, well, how can you do <laughs> that to Eric? He's such a nice guy and, and, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Punch bowl, bro. <laughs> No, no, I like Eric. Yeah. I like Eric. <laughs> so, <laughs> but again, she she can do. She's her own person. I, you know, I she can do wh- whatever the hell she wants. And and if we go off of our theory of the producers pointing per- people in certain directions, maybe Sheridan want to do that at all with Eric, and in order to stay on the show, she needed to. I, I don't know. That's but it, that's her business, and that's her business alone. I had a huge problem. You know, like, I definitely agree. She can do whatever the hell she wants to. It's, you know, it's it's up to her. It's her life. The thing that really did it for me, though, was when she was like, oh, like, I had such a fun time with Eric. Like, I came home so happy. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to meet up with the Russian and I'm going to break things off because I really want to be with Eric. And then later that night, and it seemed like in the blink of an eye because of how they edited the show she's kissing connor and like did every- they meet up at like that like rooftop, that rooftop bar- yeah yeah and she's like oh like have and, we ever kissed yeah. sober and then he like starts to say something and she just kisses him <laughs> and it's like okay that right there alone is a red flag he's not really that into you if you've never kissed sober and second of all like you were just saying how much you liked eric and did that just magically go out the window? Like, what's like? She yeah, just wasn't okay. true to her. She she didn't back up mm. her words with her actions, and that's what I have an issue with with her. Where the thing though is that like Eric and Sherry, they were an official couple. No, they were in like the first stages of of uh, dating. I guess courtship. Yeah. Courtship. Thank you. So I think she. <laughs> Yes, that that is shitty of her to lead him on and and uh, lead him on to thinking like they're like they're exclusive. Mm-hmm. But there, at at that point, I think there was no uh, there's no actual ruling on that because because they're not official dating. Like it is shitty of her to not tell him. But eventually, she didn't. Didn't they force her to? I don't. I I didn't rewatch this part, but. What happened with that? I forgot the the ending, the re- resolution for it. Uh, they just uh, stopped seeing each other. I think Eric said that he didn't hear from her because then they all meet up. Um, oh yes, at dinner, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Yuya was there, and Armand, Ty. They all came, and and that's I think that's what Eric said that they just kind of like stopped talking to each other. Yeah, so I I think that you know that was her response, shitty as it may be. She still didn't owe him. The mm-hmm. thing though is that I don't think that that was ever communicated that they were exclusive. I mean, if Eric thought that they were, right. then that's his fault for sure. However, I do think that she still should have at least said like, "Hey, I'm seeing somebody else too." 
Mm. That, see, see, it, it's yeah, yeah. And this is I don't a, think uh, so. There, yeah, this is a difference. I think it, we all, the, like the three of us, feel differently about this. It's just like I'm trying to put myself in that situation. If that were yeah. me, I'd rather have everybody know what's going on so that nothing can come back to bite me in the ass later, like it did with Sherry. So with 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 me, and and I I still want to finish my original point going back, but I guess depending on the time, I'll. We'll Sorry, this just really frustrated no, me. It, I had to. No, it, it's okay because <laughs> I mean, good. this is this is the whole section, and this is why I brought it up, you know, in the first place. But with me, in the first steps of of courtship, I think that it's too much to ask of somebody like this is just the, like we're just going to stay exclusive with me and you, right? Yeah. And I think that's too much to ask of the person. I don't think that's fair. I don't. That's how you should do it. They were only on a couple dates. Did they? Did they kiss? I think they kissed, right? Eric and Cherry. I believe. Yeah, they, they hooked did. up, and then yeah. she stayed at his place that night after the bar scene. Yeah. So, me, like, if it would have gone for a couple more dates than that, then Eric should have put it on himself. Also, I, I'm blaming both of them. He's at fault Eric too. Put yeah. It on himself. Yeah. To say like, hey, like, I like you, and I want to, I want this to just be us. I'm not into polyamorous stuff or anything like that. Like, I, I want, you know just to be uh exclusive mm-hmm. but it never got to that point and yeah so that's that's where i fall on that i'm right there with you and joe i understand like if you're a more open person then you can act like that in the beginning stages of a courtship right mm-hmm. but you can't assume that everyone is going to be like that. Not only that, but if you're like that, then you kind of have to take it on yourself to find that information out. If I am very honest and upfront, I might say, hey, listen, I'm not really seeing anyone else. I'm not looking. Are you? And you have a right to ask that. Yeah. And then you take their answer for what it is. And if they say, oh, I want to keep things open. If you're not cool with that, then you probably will end things. And hopefully it's early enough where it's not going to be too much of a of a loss or you feel like, oh, I'm really disappointed or something. But when you assume things, that is, to me, the most dangerous thing mm-hmm. you can yeah, do yeah. in any stage of a relationship, whether or not you're just starting out or whether or not you're 50 years down the road and you think, oh, I didn't know or I didn't think this would be a problem. If there's any sort of, I don't know, let's see, you can talk to the person. And if you feel like you can't, maybe you need to reconsider what you're doing with said person. Yeah. I, just yeah. to bring a personal experience real quick, um, my girlfriend now, when we were when we first started talking, we were going on a lot of dates. We were going we were going on dates for probably three, four months. And not and not once did I ask, you know, is this just us? Until I wanted to say, Hey, I like you. Do you want to go out? Mm. And that at that point I was just, you know, I first asked like Hey, you know, first off, are you seeing anybody? Like, are you dating anybody else? She's like, yes, I have been on dates with other people. And I was totally, and I was cool with that because we weren't exclusive yet. And that's, that's her business and whatever. Then I said at that point, I'm like, Hey, look, I really like you. I want to be exclusive, you know? And then it went on from there. Yeah. And it's, I, for me, like that three, four months, like, yeah, I was worried she was seeing other people, but I can't do anything about it. She's her own woman. So you know that's yeah yeah that's kind of where i that's where i was drawing my answer from for for sure i gotcha and and it definitely uh depends on the kind of person you are you know like in your situation it worked out 
But yeah. then in this situation, I just feel like <laughs> it didn't work out. It, yeah, exactly. It, it, <laughs> you, <laughs> oh man, she left me. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I just no. Feel I like, like Eric. I like Eric. I like Eric. You know, being uh, um, upfront about that just <laughs> saves a lot of ill uh, like feelings. You know. So yeah. So that's the thing. If yes. if you, since you're that type of person, then you should draw that yeah, line yeah. with that person if they didn't bring it up. So mm-hmm. that's yeah okay. So, yeah, but good, good discussion. Yes, definitely. Okay, so I'm I feel gonna, like you were going to get back to no, Sherry overall, it's, no? I want to kind of, like, turn us around and go to Happy Town. Yes, that's know. just what I was thinking. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about let's talk. Yeah, yes. let's talk about some of our favorite characters. Ooh. I'll start. Yes. <laughs> My go favorite ahead. character, there's, so I'm going to first do a runner-up. My man, okay. Eden Kai. I was so happy when I saw him walk through the door in the first couple of, in the first episode. Because he broke the whole mold of the show. Like, he was a little bit chunkier. He was a little bit, there was a little bit more to love with him. And he wasn't. He's large and in charge. He right. was very <laughs> large and in charge. And, you know, when I, I saw him, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to invest all my, like, you know, and all my feelings in him. And I got, I got kind of screwed over with that. But yeah, he was definitely, um, I, I like that. That they decided to go with him because everybody else's models uh, yeah. or just all all around good looking people, which you know I was you know super relieved to have uh, uh, Yusuke. So he's the he's a champ. My, yeah. So, but my favorite is Guy. If like, I Guy, may, oh yeah. Sorry, I feel like just a real quick comment on Yusuke because I'm not gonna bring him up. I think something else that was really refreshing about him was you think about, again, going back to boys and girls in the city, you had a couple women who were very inexperienced mm-hmm. and they were very yes. open about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you never had any men who came in and said, oh, I've never really done anything before because I think, I mean, that, that's probably not something you're going to see at least on TV, especially maybe on a reality, reality show. T- yeah, yeah, no, sure. definitely. And and I'm sorry, fuck you, yeah. I'm this is the first time we're cursing on the show. <laughs> fuck you, yeah. For like he would come at my man so hard at every turn. I'm like, cut the man some slack. Like he was kind of like a dick he about has it. more talent in his like his like guitar pick than he does in your or I'm sorry, he doesn't use a guitar pick, right? He, um Well he has a finger. Yeah, yeah, finger. Like, on, oh, yeah, he, on, on he his has thumb. more talent yeah. in his finger pick than fucking you and your whole body. Alright, sorry. So, but Guy is my all-around favorite. Hell yeah! From this series. Um, he yes. is the best character, he, hands down. For so many reasons, like yeah. like Yusuke, like he was so like yo, he killed the ukulele, mm-hmm. like and, and and like that so last good. song that he played was really really good. And I I, I actually listened to his music. I actually like I I listened to his music like uh, from time to time, but with. With Guy, oh my god, like he, when we talk about genuine, you don't get more genuine than, than Guy. Seriously. In this series. And I just want to quickly, two things, and then I'll let you guys go into, we can we can all just praise Guy. Um, oh, I could but, do it for a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just real, real, real quick, um, with, with the whole uh, Yuya and Taishi thing, I loved... Loved how Guy just put Taishi or tried to put Taishi yes, straight. Yes, yes. That I was just like, yes, Guy. Like when he said, 
when when Taishi was trying to say like, well, what do you think when you see Guy like he's an Olympic uh, candidate now and stuff like that? And Guy immediately said, don't keep my name out of it. Yep. Like, don't keep my name out your mouth. Like, and I was just like, yes, Guy, because like, would there? He as he said, like comparing him is not the same, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people in in that aspect, and. Um, that was just really cool. I just, I, I was really liking that. And then also my last, for my last thing, when he got injured and when he was slowly trying to get back in the water, that, that progression was the thing that kept me watching the first time around. Cause I really Really? originally thought like I was going to just stop watching because I really couldn't stand Taiji. But (laughs) So when I said in the very like in in the fir- in the first season, I when I say like I love to see when the ca- like what the cast do and just the, them in their everyday lives and stuff, guys the epitome of that because him just on the water and it just seeing him just like surf. I don't know anything about surf. I can't surf for shit, but it just I don't know. It, you can just see how much work and time he's put into it and how much he loves it. And then when he finally gets back into the water and he talks to Taishi about it and he's. He said, like, I was scared. And just him saying he was scared, just, like, I, like, I just felt, like, it really, like, tugged at my heartstrings. Yeah, I'm getting the goosebumps right now thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was good. I was skipping through, and I totally forgot about it. I'm so glad I, you know, I stopped on it because it still gave me the same feelings from the first time I watched it, so... Yeah, go guy. Even though that date, that date with uh, was it Nikki? Oh my god! Oh, with Bill that tent. <laughs> that was the worst. That's that was also tent. the worst date ever. <laughs> yeah. It was very much like him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. That was the date. I mean, he just abandons her to go ask those guys <laughs> fish, right? And they're like, "Oh, one, we're done, and two, who the fuck are you?" What if they said yes? <laughs> he just walks away. Would he just left her on then the beach just for like an hour and a half on the beach? Yeah, and then the wonderful tent that he makes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Whenever he puts a towel Which is, on the sticks like towel, like really small. They, were, they didn't even seem like beach towels. They look like bat towels. Yeah, <laughs> they they're all small. She, she looks so disappointed. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, oh yeah, but god. hey, it didn't. Yeah, it did right? not matter. Yeah. It, she she yeah. loved it. Oh man, Dude, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and piggyback really quick here. He was just totally himself, and you look at someone like Taishi, and whether or not he's putting on an act, guy was just himself, mm-hmm. straight up. Like I feel like there were times where he forgot that he was on, like. <laughs> A reality show. He's like, oh, there are bees in the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if honey's coming out. Dude, and the I'm hosts like, are making fun of him. What did this dude just say? Like, that was crazy. And Do you want some honey? Like, that, yeah. So he was just, like, totally himself. And I think Nikki, like, really responded to that. And she was like, yeah, this dude is weird as hell. And that date was awful. But he's a cool dude. Like, he has something really cool going on for himself mm-hmm. and he just kind of doesn't give a fuck yeah and i'm into it you know and i think that's what drew her to him the one strange thing and i think this is this if it were anyone else i'd be like you motherfucker but i loved he seemed to be really really in love with wes yeah. <laughs> so to go back to wes for a minute when wes came on guys like oh my god wait you're a rapper and wes is like yeah you know he's like oh my god he's like 
so this is how a rapper eats. Like when he said <laughs> yeah. that, he's like eating he's like, like coffee Cheerios or something. <laughs> he's like, oh man, plain ass so, Cheerios. It's just yeah, he's like sitting there. It's like nine in the morning, guys. Yeah. And also, so this is how he eats. I was like, okay, like that's weird, but it just to me it fit in with God. Yeah, just yeah, like that. Met, sense he loves of rap, amazement. and then he's never met a rapper in person, and he got to live with one. Granted, not the best rapper in the you know in the world, yeah. but he is still a rapper nonetheless. He, guy did seem to like put him into like a bubble, but that's guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Joe, you want to hop on the guy train? A hundred percent, dude. From the moment that like they had the introduction, I knew I was like, this dude is is my number one, like hands down. Like he he is somebody that I related to. The, the mo- he was the person I did relate to the most on the whole show. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hans- I mean, you know, like seeing him skate and stuff too. You know, like me being a skater. Also, it was it was really cool to see that and it be able to go and like go and watch his surf videos and stuff and like see other people on the Volcom team that I've heard of before and like just watching him. Like again, I, the host talk about it and and even all the members in the house talking about how much of a like personality change happens. When you have normal guy at the house, you know, yes, like talking about yes. honey and oh, bees in yeah. the shower, yes. to how precise and like laser focused he gets, even when he just talks about surfing, you could see it all Stone over his face. Killer. You can see it on his face. His eyes get like real sharp, and he just like you could see that he's just kind of like thinking about being in the water when he's talking about it, and it's yeah. like. With anything, like I love, love, love hearing people and seeing people talk about things that they're very passionate about. Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you? What are you talking about? And it was, it, yeah, it was great. I mean, <laughs> it definitely pulled at my heartstrings. Also, you know, when he was talking about how scared he was, and he was talking about like almost. Di- He's like, if I got knocked out when I was underwater, like I could have died. And, like, hearing him talk about that, like, he was kind of tearing up a little bit, you know? Like, that's definitely a side of him that you didn't see before and that you didn't really see throughout the rest of the show. It was, like, that one moment. It was, like, a very emotional moment for him and for him to, like, open up and talk about that and, like, kind of allow, like allow himself to get a little emotional about it. I really appreciated that. It broke my heart, though, when he was... I, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that he was interested in on Lauren. yeah. And then, you know, he asked her, like, oh, like, we should go hiking. And he seemed like he was, like, yeah. super psyched about it. And then Lauren's like, oh, I'm, I'm leaving. And they, like, you know, they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they do the thing that we, you know, that I brought, be, brought up before is they, like, put the camera on Guy. And you could just see, like, the distress in his face. Like, he was like, oh, shit. And, and then but he even did. brings it up. He's like, but you said we could go hiking. <laughs> <laughs> but they do meet again in tokyo they, they do but it, it, yeah. it, it like hurt though because i was like that i feel like they'd be really good together really i think, I, I i also think yeah i think they mm. make a pretty good couple she seems like she's very on it you know which you kind of have to be when you know she's making art every day she's like doing she's getting like her galleries together so it didn't seem like she ever really had a time where she could like relax you know mm. but yeah. it was I feel like they would complement each other very well, is what I'm trying to say. Speaking of Lauren, Felix, you you had a runner-up in Yusuke. Lauren is my runner-up, and we didn't really talk about her a whole lot. Um, I feel like they really tried to make her the centerpiece of 
the show when she was on and then when Taishi yeah. came you know I mean they passed the torch and it was so fitting that she was into him and then when she leaves it's a Taishi show starring our favorite guilty samurai you know but <laughs> Lauren not my was guilty samurai. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not, not my samurai. samurai I really liked Lauren and Lauren her art was just breathtaking and i didn't think it was going to be bad you know and she's like oh i like to draw but then when i saw her stuff i was just like are you are you serious like this is phenomenal yeah she's like oh i just sketch like here and there yeah i'm like no that's not just (laughs) right right that is legit that is so good it was amazing pure talent amazing she's just phenomenal and something else to you know we we had talked about well felix you mentioned i think that you kind of feel feel bad for Yusuke a little bit. She was kind of put in a weird situation. There's nothing wrong with Yusuke asking Lauren out, right? Because this was like a big thing for the first season. You know, he was interested in her. Um, but then there was a little bit of, oh, well, she should just be straightforward. Like, that's that's a tough spot to be in. And it's not like she disliked him. Like, it seemed like, you know, they talked and they got along well. Mm. But I also think, because look, she's also young too. Yusuke is 18 and Lauren was 18 at the time of the show. And I'm not saying that everyone who's young is inexperienced or doesn't know how to handle things. But she didn't handle it with the most grace that maybe, you know, we would at our ages, you know, and saying like, oh, you know, I don't think, you know, she's like, like, oh, like, I'm no, I'm sorry. Like, I have to go. She ran out of the theater. She's like, oh, I have to go eat with my grandma on Fridays. Bye. And that was it. But I don't hold that against her. But I felt like people were kind of shitting on her a little bit like, oh, she should have done this. No. Once again, she should have been able to do whatever she wanted to. And she did. And it, it may not have been super smooth, but you could tell like she's also kind of on the shy side you know mm-hmm. i think people maybe had an idea of her you know based on i think the way she looks you know the fact that she you know models a little bit or i guess now a lot right but i think maybe she's doing it part-time on the show right yeah. or maybe she's doing it more and i just forget but i felt like there were some expectations that people had about her and they didn't kind of let her just be herself but i really did like her let me just get this straight. I didn't feel bad for Yusuke because I, because of what happened with him and Lauren. I yes, I was shooting for it, and I would have loved for that for them also to be a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I wasn't like upset at the show or her because I don't want people. Oh no, to I didn't think, think that... you were upset at her. I no, just yeah. meant like you felt bad, like oh like, no, I didn't, didn't feel bad out. for him. Okay, he, well, I guess I did in a sense, but I. I I I just don't want yeah people to think that I like have any negative feelings towards Lauren because of that. Yeah, to be honest, from the article, that seemed like the producers were kind of pushing that, and definitely everybody else in the house was pushing that, and she didn't want any part of it. And you know, go all all the power to her because she definitely resisted with all force and tried to let it down, let Yusuke down as gently as possible. And you know, that's yeah. I just wanted to say that because. Even though I really liked Yusuke, like, and that sucked, but I I had bear no negative feelings towards her for the outcome. Okay, so while we're on the topic of Lauren and Yusuke, I know you guys say that you like you don't blame her for anything, and I definitely don't either. Uh, you know, she's allowed to have her own thoughts and feelings, and Yusuke's allowed to have his own thoughts and feelings, whatever. However, one thing that bugged me was how much Lauren was not protesting the idea 
but trying to find like validation in her not liking Yusuke you know she would come back into the girls room and she'd be like oh like I don't have to like him like she would just make all these excuses and like be uncomfortable about it which like maybe leads to her personality type you know she's if she's like still trying to figure things out whatever but there was just some something about the way that she like was defending herself it's like hey like nobody's attacking you i think they were attacking her really and yeah not in a very direct way i think more she probably just felt the pressure of everybody she says that she you, you, she says it herself I, I think she just felt the pressure of everybody be it the producers, be it the housemates or people, I don't know, social media maybe also, if she mm. was getting, I, I don't, they never really talk about that much yeah. on the show, but that could have been it also. It, it, I it, I think it just could have been a culmination of all those things and um, her maybe panicking or breaking under pressure. Just remember, she's 18 and, you know, she, she is young and... Even though she seems more mature than Yusuke, mm-hmm. she still is 18. So, And something we brought up with age in the last series with Riko, and it, you can only have so much experience up to that point. I felt bad for her that she felt the need to defend herself because I didn't feel like she was really being attacked. But I thought for her, the thought process was, all right, I'm here, I'm in this house, it's kind of centered around dating this guy likes me, why don't I like him? As in, for her, I got the sense that she felt like the default was that she should like him. Mm. But she didn't, and so I think she was trying to work it out in her head and then out loud, which is why she was talking about this stuff and she was saying, okay, well, like, yeah, he's a friend, but I think that was just as much for Avian and Naomi as it was for herself yeah. in trying to get comfortable with the fact that she didn't really have any sort of romantic attraction to Yusuke. So I felt bad that she felt, I mean, if that's the case, I'm not in her head, but that's what I got out of it. So I feel bad that she felt like she had to justify it to not only the other housemates, but to herself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. saying that now definitely makes sense because it did seem like she took some, like she took a, a couple pauses and it looks like she was, like, really thinking in her head of, like, how she should, like, what she was going to see next. She was definitely thinking about it as she was talking about it. I am the older brother, Joe. I'm wise. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, oh, wanna... real quick. I started yeah. following Lauren on Instagram because, again, I, being an artist also, I really appreciate her artwork. And just a, a quick plug for Lauren. She is releasing her sketchbook in... It's a bookstore called Bookmark. And the store is located in Harajuku. It's only being released in Harajuku for now, but it will be eventually um, released internationally. Um, so for any listeners out there, keep an eye out for it. I know I definitely am because I saw like a little flip through of the artwork within it. And it is absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm just saying we are protesting, Taurus House is protesting that because Lauren's talent agency did not reply to my email <laughs> to, commission, to, to commission for the artwork for the podcast. So oh, sorry. No, they said, hey, Felix and Jim. <laughs> they were like, they were like, what's your budget? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. 12. And they just didn't respond. 
<laughs> oh uh, god. No, but now that does sound cool, and I probably will actually pick up a copy for myself. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm keeping an eye on it like a hawk. All right, one final question for me, and then I'm, I'm good. So we know the first two seasons, again, the first season, Boys and Girls Next Door, is not on American Netflix, but Aloha State is the only season not in Japan. So would you guys be interested in seeing future seasons take place outside of Japan like we did with Hawaii? Hmm. I know there's there's still a couple spots in Japan that I would like to see there that before I would want to see something else outside of Japan. I think it would be cool. That's a, you know, more in Europe or some, you know, somewhere that's uh, somewhere else in Asia that, that I think that would be cool eventually down the line. And it seems like they're only picking up steam. So why not keep renewing them for seasons? I think it, it has a pretty big pull, but like north and south of Japan would be dope. I think, like, Sapporo in the north, like, you know, that would be really, like, they have the ice festival, like, the, the brewery there. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff up there. Also, maybe south, like, Okinawa, something that would be cool. So, you know, that but I'm, that might be a little bit too close to Hawaii. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think for before they move on to somewhere else, there there are more spots in Japan I think they can hit. I would be interested in seeing Terrace House take place in other parts of the world. Um, I think, you know, again, just comparing what I saw of Boys and Girls in the City to Aloha State, there was such, like, a a difference in culture, which definitely brought a different feeling to the show as a whole. So I would definitely be interested in seeing, again, like, how different this show can feel being in different parts of the world. I mean, I definitely would like to see it in other parts of Japan also, but I, I, I do appreciate that they had this season in Hawaii and what could pot- like potentially come of uh, locations in the rest of the, the seasons that they're going to put out. New York would be cool. That would be really interesting. Or Philly, take him to an Eagles game, get thrown up on. Yeah, right? they'd love yeah. that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Guy gets stampeded by an angry uh, Eagles mom. Gets into a fight with Gritty. Yeah. Hey, every <laughs> Sunday. Every Sunday. That, yeah, good question. I think... Thank you. Um, I, don't, I don't really think I have a big urge to see them go outside of Japan again. You know, mm. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I think Felix, like you said, you have a, a pretty good point that... I mean, I don't know of them because I haven't been anywhere outside shame, of Tokyo, shame, shame. really. Uh, <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Um, yeah, but I can imagine, you know, there are a lot of cool places you know, that they could potentially go. And But, Joe, I also think, you know, it would be cool just to see them in a different place altogether. I think that Aloha State, hey, it didn't get the show canceled, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Yeah, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it was people's least favorite season as a whole – it didn't doom it because opening new doors was made and is still going on. The one thing that I thought was interesting about Hawaii was that I just assumed that everyone was going to be at least bilingual. But when I realized that not everyone spoke English, I I, I was like, oh, man, that's that's probably going to be a bit tough. Yeah. And we saw, you know, Yuya was like, quote, taking those classes and quote, then <laughs> he's a lazy sack of shit. Uh, and Naomi was kind of trying to learn, but I don't think she was. She was learning, yeah. And, like, I'm not saying, oh, that's, you know, that's good or bad. You know, it is what it is. Um, so I can maybe see that being an issue if it were filmed elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, I, I think as long as they just keep making the show, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if it's on, you know, the Arctic Circle. I'll watch it. That'd I be dope. I definitely watch it if it's <laughs> on the Arctic. I, uh, see, that's the thing, though. I just thought about it now with Aloha State. You, we, you know, we know how American viewers or outside of Japan view Aloha State. I'm, I'm interested to see how Japan actually, like Japanese, uh, how the ja- uh, Japanese people, what they think of it. Mm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting research. If you're Japanese, please write into welcome to tourist house <laughs> at gmail dot com and let us know what you think. I've been trying to get a couple of my Japanese friends into it. They're like, no, it's <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like, no, you got to give it a chance, please. I'm telling you, it's good. <laughs> oh, All God. right, yeah, that's it. That's about it for me. That about does it. Yeah. Uh, uh, good, so let me just do some housework. We'll let we'll give Joe some spotlight to plug any social media that he wants to, um, if he wants it. So real quick, please visit welcometotourishouse dot com. That uh, links you to our Simplecast website. Uh, you can find all our episodes on there. Uh, but you know, please give us a visit. But you can also find our Twitter and Facebook on there. I'm starting to use both finally. So. It's really cool touching. I, I get into discussions with people, with some of our listeners. It's really cool. So um, please give us a follow on those uh, social media links. Um, we are also on all your favorite podcasting listening apps, Podcast Addict, Spotify, iTunes, all the good stuff. So please give us a subscribe on there. And leave a review if you can on iTunes. That definitely helps us. We have no real way of getting our name out there um so exposure is what we're trying to work on uh but another way you can also help us out is suggesting us to your friends like i just said terrace house is getting bigger and bigger so if you have any friends that you're trying to get into it i feel like our show is a very good medium for that so you know you can watch along with us when we did the first season we did every three episodes you know this you know we only did one episode for this so maybe they can listen after they finish aloha state so, yeah, that, that does it for the housework. Joe, uh, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thanks, bro, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, here's a yeah. uh, – I'll put out the red carpet for you so you can you know promote your Instagram, anything. Or if you just want to say whatever you want. Cool. Well, I will – Yeah, like to thank us graciously for letting you be on the show. <laughs> yes. Well – of course, thanks. <laughs> um, yes, of I will course. take that uh, shameless self-promotion plug spot. Um, do I it. do a little bit of photography. Uh, I do have a photography Instagram. Uh, the handle is at underscore hard press. That's underscore H-A-R-D-P-R-E-S-S. Yeah, but that's about it, though. Uh, post on there okay. kind of regularly. Uh, stuff around around the area, whatever. Sweet. Um, and again, thanks for having me. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much. We really like having guests on the show because, you know, it, it definitely shaked things up and we get a different perspective than we usually you know, get mm. on the show. So it gets so boring with just the two of us <laughs> just complaining about the same shit. Nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys have definitely opened up my eyes to the world of podcasting. So I thank you for that as well. Yes, we're the greatest. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you sub and uh, do all that good stuff that I just said. 
Hit so, that like button if you would. Smash that like button, smash that, bro. Smash that MF and like button. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, I think we did a really good job. We actually mentioned, I think we mentioned every single character. Okay, wait. Let me just double check because no, I was actually I, I already did. I was, oh, I really? Did. I already did. We, we oh, hit did? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. You know You know what? I didn't think we would. I'm like, there's like half of these motherfuckers we're not going to get to talk we about. Didn't, we, we didn't but... go into ever like Naomi and, and uh, Mila. Well, we actually kind of went in on Mila, but we, I think we did everybody. Oh I'll God. list it off after we do our wrap up and stuff. But... And Mila was yeah. just from the future. The host said it. So... She had a goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, that about does it, right? Yeah. Jim, why don't you uh, bring good. us home? All right, folks, you've just listened to our Aloha State Spectacular, our super long episode covering the entirety of Aloha State. Next time you hear us, we will be starting with our season two. This is like a season like 1.85. It's not quite an a 1.5. It was an interlude closer to season two, which we will be kicking off very soon. So please stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, you're going to be hit with opening new doors, episodes Woo! one and two. We're going to get it started. It's going to be popping. It's going to be awesome. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Jim. This is Felix. This is Joe. Take Peace. care, everyone. See ya.